2: Hello and welcome to Freaky Friday! Oh my god. (laughs) The freakiest podcast on the internet. Podcast talking about freaks and geeks from 1999, from here, under Goliath's favorite tree. I am one of your Freaky Friday hosts, Kenny Nybart. You really,
3: really dedicate yourself
2: to this Freaky Friday thing. Yeah, I do. I didn't
3: even come up with it. I didn't. Well, I came up with the name Freaky Friday. Yeah. This bit. Yeah, you're like it's you have yours. to do a big bit for it. I'm freaking. All right. Okay, and back with us
2: Talk back about us. freaks and geeks. <laughs> well, back because,
3: you know we just your, recently recorded Bowfinger with these guests,
2: which will be coming out right around probably this, time, around this probably time. time, probably the same week. Maybe. You'll just get maybe you might be getting a double dose of Stacey and Hunter. Yeah, we don't plan ahead on this Everyone's podcast. Everyone's Stacey. <laughs> Stacey, Stacy. uh, I was going to say Stacy Covington, Hunter Chubb. You can. Stacey Covington, <laughs> Hunter Chubb. <Trub>, um, <laughs> Whatever works. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Stacy Chubb, Hunter Covington, uh, TV writers and friends of ours. Yes. Past, future guests. Yep. Um,
3: we're here to talk about episode 114, dead dogs and gym teachers. Mm-hmm. Uh, but before we get to that, what are your thoughts on Freaks and Geeks? Ladies
4: first. <laughs> but we know Hunter hates it. So. <laughs> yeah, we know. Hunter hates everything. So. No, I don't hate everything. Okay. I like it. Oh, good. I like it. Um, I, Hunter, just be honest. I, I don't hate I'll it. I'll go first. I'm not saying I don't hate it. I think it I'll is a show. i lay the groundwork. I think it is a show when people are like, I can't believe this got canceled. When you watch it, you go. Well, I on. get the, why people didn't watch right, it. Because before we got on mic, I did say those exact words. I said, it's I,
3: I, as I... Rewatch this show, it makes me sad that this show died such an unceremonious death. And I agree with you saying I can't believe it was canceled is a bit absurd. It's Since absurd. Because it, when you watch, you're like, I can't believe this existed. Yes. Is, is maybe the bigger. We
2: get why it was canceled. Yes.
0: We get why it's canceled. We understand that this was, for me, okay, let's go back. I, I did watch <laughs> the show when it came out. Oh, I, really? Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm old. No, <laughs> that's not an old everything. thing. I think
3: it's just people didn't know it existed. No, I not, like, didn't. You're not it. old. That's because the right here's answer, the thing. Bro. You're not here's old.
0: Thing. I'm coming from a place. <laughs> you old and also. I'm coming from the- a place of loving my so-called life. Sure. Right? So Another gone to so It's of yeah. the genre. I love a high school show. And I was in high school, not when they are, but later in that decade. So- and also, I was, I felt very, like, I related to both the geeks and the freaks, because I think I started off as a geek, mm-hmm. and then I became a freak, right? <laughs> and and so, um, Lindsay's foray into that world, like, that was me in high school. So, I watched the show when it first came out and really, really enjoyed it. Spoke it spoke to you. It spoke to me, and watching it now, you know, with some hindsight, I see its flaws, but it is that cast is unbelievable. When you see how everybody went on to do something, that's how you know it was lightning in a bottle. Do I think it was perfectly written? No. Do I think, you know what I mean? There's definitely issues, Mm -hmm. and I think there's tone stuff, which we'll talk about, whatever. But I do think that that is probably why it withstands the test of time, is that that is a perfect cast
3: well it's it's also i think um and so we just did a a bunch of episodes obviously and there was kind of a string in there that that kenny and i and and the guests we had on had some issues with um there were a couple episodes in there and it really feels like the fulcrum, fulcrum point of the show where it was kind of nbc's like do these things please yeah, and they implement some stuff into the
2: show. Do these boring, simplistic that aren't great, lowest common. Can denominator you give me things. an example
0: of one of those things? Like,
2: um, well, we had the, the the mascot episode, the mascot where,
3: episode, and, uh-huh. and the baseball episode, Basketball episode, um, and kind of jamming in stuff that felt out of character. The diary episode, in particular, where you have the parents reading her diary, like just a lot of kind of plotty stuff. A Lot right. of plotty stuff. It's just, not a, it's just right. not a plotty show. It is not. So you had a couple episodes in there where it felt like the last stand almost like NBC was like do these things please they do them they make their unquestionably their weakest episodes then they go on a string where they make I would argue some of their best episodes and it's cancelled <laughs> I'd say 12 12 to the end yeah. is just tremendous it's it yeah. is pretty crazy to watch how the show struggles a little bit or fights against broadcast right right you know expectations and I think that that sort of push and pull, can lead to some bumpy oh, stuff that isn't great. Yeah. and But when it's allowed to – when NBC gives up on it, and that's kind of where you get this this back half, this final string of episodes, you see the show go to really interesting places and do things that I can't – honestly can't believe we're on broadcast television. Like I can't right. believe NBC that aired these
4: things. That don't feel like a TV show. They don't. Yeah. I mean, uh, there's
3: – one of my favorite ep- moments of, of the series is in this episode when Bill is eating – I guess dinner or lunch watching mm-hmm. Gary Shandling and just, Oh man, we're going to, this is going to be a good one. It's fine. If you don't agree. No, no, no. I'd, um, but I, I mean, obviously no, it's fine that, if you don't I will agree, agree but,
0: that that is a mo that is a, a creative choice. Cho- like it, yeah. it is, it is a, it is a moment that they chose. Mm-hmm. I, we, we have, I, I wish it had paid off more. And we can we can get to it. I just wish that the teacher at the end, when he sits down with him, right to bond. That they were why watching, aren't they watching Gary Shilling together?
4: Yeah, no, I agree with. You. Or a co- or a comedy. I mean, Dallas
3: is There's a callback Dallas, Dallas is Bill. a call back to Bill is always talking about Dallas. With oh, so okay, not, so that it's not out of nowhere, he,
2: okay. but that's also yeah okay. I, I'll just say this that I think that, I, I think that's kind of what we're talking about is like that was in the second episode where Bill is saying they're having a party at their house. It's called beers and weirs and. Bill is basically saying, like, I can't I – only come over if you let me sit in your room and watch Dallas the whole time.
0: <laughs> right. So, like, at the time, oh, okay. it's just like – So then, that's that's very brilliantly set up then. Yeah. Uh, I don't know
3: brilliantly, but it's set up. I,
0: well, no, it is – but <laughs> yes. you don't get to do that usually. I
2: agree. It's one of those things that, as a writer in the room, like, you're afraid to pitch because you're, you're, you'd be like, does anyone still care about this? Does anyone still think about but this? I,
0: but
4: I would say in this episode, it was more important to land on – Bill likes silly things and the gym teacher likes serious things and sure. Bill watching, if you change it to yeah. watch a silly thing would have been better for this particular story.
3: I because, don't disagree with that. Yeah, I, I'll say that the, I think the reason that I gravitate towards that moment is because um, on a broadcast show to have a moment like this that feels sort of out of kind of nowhere. Like yeah. I'm just talking about lifting that stylistically, moment stylistically. Yeah. It feels very Judd Apatow. It feels very sort of, you know, yeah. obviously it's a very I, big Gary. What's his character. Well,
2: but I would, yeah. Yeah, I would also argue that, and I don't mean this in, in a glib way, because it might come across that way. Dallas is silly. And what Bill is saying about Dallas at the end, mm-hmm. J.R. is evil. And he slept with sure. his sister and all that. Like that's, that's, I think what you're getting, what, what you're getting across is there actually is somewhere these two guys' Venn diagram crosses. You know? And yes, the coach could have been into Gary Shanling, but Gary Shanling isn't silly. Gary Shandling is like, high-minded, elevated humor that the coach probably would think is stupid. But I do think that like, Dallas is this weird little po- point of, of confluence between them. I, I, I but, love but, that. Well, no, but, but hold on you've
0: seen episode two and know that but if I'm just watching this one episode for this story sure. that moment of him mm-hmm. which is very long and he's eating and laughing and it's slow motion whatever is going to pay off that moment that when it happened I was like what's happening okay I'm getting to know the character would have paid off better if that is what he bonded over that we see that this is this thing that kind of keeps this poor kid going
4: I want him to say know. to the gym teacher, "No, no, no, watch this." Like yeah. explain stripes to him or whatever. Sure. I I I don't I agree 100%.
3: Well, I think that this moment of him laughing by himself is more of an emblematic moment of Bill's a kind of a sad guy and Bill's very lonely. Yeah, and yeah, yeah has this, has this is his one of, joy. This That's is true. His, like there, it, it's really more about Where's his mom? He's making his own meal. Yeah, that's he's true. sitting in front of the television set. Like it's Bill,
2: more of. Sorry, yeah. Bill is not aware that he's a sad guy though. I which agree. I think is yeah. like a big part of it yeah. too. But what's happening now is like an interesting kind of moment for us. We haven't had this on the podcast yet. I used to watch. You guys watch community? Yeah.
4: I worked on it once.
2: Right. Hunter worked on community. I knew someone worked on Community. <laughs> I love community. Right, it's one of my you favorite. You probably shows don't ever. like the season I worked season on, i I'm a... aware of that.
0: Um, I, but I think I, it's just as good, if not better. It
2: me. was the best season of the. It was best season of the show, the one you were on. But I love Community. <laughs> it's you. one of my favorite shows. Uh, every time my wife would drop into Community. She'd oh, be no, like, can't. What the fuck is happening <laughs> yeah. here? Because yeah. nothing makes sense unless you understand the characters. Right. I'm not saying you don't understand the characters, but you guys aren't as familiar with them as we are. We've watched these all over yes. the last, you know. Yes. Right. We just, we've
4: watched all the episodes previously like, in our right. lives. Years and, and years and years and, and years ago. This is like we're watching one. So yeah. these
2: little moments that, like, you know, in the last episode, Bill uh, nearly died. And it comes out that oh. he, that his mom drank when he was in utero and smoked while he was in utero right. and she was a stripper and all these things that like inform that moment Got that it. like, right. It's like the first Bill moment right after he's back alive and you're like, this is the life that that we were so concerned about. And so- And how protective he is
3: over her. Like in this episode, I think that a lot of his anger towards coach Fredericks is more about the fact that he's trying to protect his mom. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Who protects him. Who protects him. Yeah. It's, it's, and again, like, no, I was all on board
0: for that story. I think that story is, that
3: story is great. And again, I just, not to, not to sort of hit it too hard, but crazy. This exists like that. Telling these stories that they're doing this stuff um, is just, is, is, and and subtly, for the most part, I think the show's pretty nuanced for the most
0: part. You know what it really is? It's almost like the antithesis to Beverly Hills 90210. 100%. In that it is yeah. very... I mean, that's what Hunter and I were talking about, too, when we were watching. is like, it's very bleak, you know? And I will say that time is bleak, mm-hmm. like having lived it. You mm-hmm. know, there's just kind of a a heaviness yeah. to the time. Mm-hmm. And I think that they really they nail that and they definitely don't make high school aspirational.
4: Yeah. No. And I think I, yeah. And I
0: and think for it's a little bit of ass. I mean, I guess character. it's it's just friendships, but there isn't yeah. like
3: they'll get you through.
4: Your friends are the only thing that'll get you yeah. through. Like, yeah. Like I think if you if, surviving. if yeah. you look at like the sea story which this is like I think anybody that knows about Apatow's process is like shoot 20 minute scenes and then cut them down to two minutes yeah. but like the C story of uh him writing the song for her and all that stuff mm-hmm. it's like that had the potential to be like a very funny ending of him smashing the guitar but it was just fucking sad <laughs> it was just like and he's like this is the best thing i've ever done for you or whatever and you're horrible. just horrible like, yeah. it's, and like, Fuck, it's man and it was just so brutal and you're like god damn it man this is but like-
0: i feel like a scene was missing right no,
2: that's that? That, that's 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 the culmination of a really long story where Nick yeah. continues to continues to, to do these kind of things to, to humiliate Lindsay. himself in front of Lindsay because he acts as if he doesn't like her, but he still does. He makes this awful song, and Ken, who's a total asshole, really does that. That is Save an act of mercy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, I, yeah, I, 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 but I'm just saying. I understand like, what the, you're saying, but like, uh, not to cut you off, but I understand what you're saying. There was a scene missing because I I see what you what yeah. you're. What you're talking about, but I'm telling you, the <laughs> scenes were there. They were just earlier. I, I understand yeah, yeah, yeah. that, but right. I
0: don't. I think even when f- you watch Succession, you can watch an episode. But I also just, want, I also mm-hmm. want to say
3: that part of what you guys are talking about. First of all,
4: do you want to delete never- this? No. Oh. I want
0: <laughs> do you, you want to lose this?
2: <laughs> I, I, obviously, Hunter we weren't going to expect you to sense. watch
4: like 13 episodes of this. That. I mean, yeah. right, obviously, right, right, we weren't
1: right. going
3: to expect you to do that. No, no, but it's, right. I think that it's, it's. This is good. No, I know it's perfect. No, no. I, I'm not yeah. saying it's bad. Stop this is
0: good, Phil. i fighting, guys. Christ, Phil.
3: I'm saying. That's that our job. That I fight. think part of the reason the show didn't succeed is exactly what you guys are fucking talking about. Well, it's like you cannot drop into this show without. And by the way, this is episode 14. At this point, the show is. But everyone
0: who loves it Watched it after the fact and they binged right. it. That's true, too. This is a streaming yes. show. It was
3: a box set show that came out in 04. Everyone right. bought the box set. It Everyone was watched it, all loved it, once. it.
2: They watched it all. And I guess if you really look at it, because we haven't talked about this either, all right, so there were a few shows in the 80s that you really did have to watch all the way through. It Basically, the Biachko shows and the and the My So Called Life, the the Herskowitz sure. um, mm-hmm. Zwick shows. Yes. Right? So, St. Ellsworth, 30 something. Um, they still had elements of procedural quality. Elements of procedural yeah. quality, not thirty something, but right. you know, yes, not thirty. But so some of these shows—they were very successful, particularly thirty mm-hmm. something, saying Elsewhere*, *Hill Street Blues*, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in earlier in the '90s, NYPD Blue had a big element of this. Mm-hmm. So *Grown Ups* had already. Bought into this idea on network television that you have to watch week after week after week. David e. Kelly stuff too did that too. Where they, yeah, sure. You, you had, had to, to be, see. Yeah, yeah and, they, and then they pioneered the idea of you know previously on's, which wasn't really a thing in the eighties. I, I don't know. Maybe it's fifteen was the first episode that had, had a previously, previously on, which on it, Yeah, that was weird. Mm. Um, so they had a previously <clears throat> on's. So this was an experiment, kind of like so- my so-called life, which was another failed experiment. At will, younger audiences watch ha- network TV. Yeah, paid having it a, the attention span Invest. to yeah. yeah to to watch a soap okay. like this cuz i you know Dallas is another example yeah. of, of a show that's really highly serialized. Yeah. Um i also don't also think it's is is not really all that serialized. This show's also not soapy. Is the other not thing too. No. <laughs> so, like
3: they're what? not even giving teens not at all. that like the central romance of this show is one of the best romances on television i think but it's also about how they don't like each other. <laughs> like Lindsay and Nick she hooks up with him because he's kind of there, and she's like, sure, maybe, and then breaks it off, and he won't let it go, and she keeps kind of, like, looking at him, not in any sort of romantic way, but just being like, I, I like him, I want him in my – it's it's a very interesting – It's grounded. It's not well, so it true, feels, like, it weird feels like
4: relationship. so real yeah, and, yeah. like, in a way that maybe you wouldn't enjoy watching it. <laughs>
0: in a way that you're not That's like painful. it's not it's
4: not an yeah. escape it's like oh I do that I, I think the
0: other thing that. is and this is what Hunter said and then Hunter you still have to do your I was going to say the same thing yeah I'm yeah. sorry but um Hunter was saying as we were talking about what all these amazing actors went on to do is that we know how funny these people can be yeah. and they don't really get to do it here
3: not they yeah no one gets to go big I guess
4: you just want them to like lace into each other and be hilarious which is like Yes. I think what all of us remember, particularly, you know, the those of us in the room, it's just like how funny we thought our friends were, like in yeah. high school. Like everybody thought, oh, I had the funniest friends, and blah blah, and you wouldn't get it. And it doesn't, did it feel like they had that rapport? Like the the funny the funny rapport, which I know is just not the show, but it, you're sort of watching Except it. Except I'd like, say oh.
0: like Sam. And Neil, and, and Neil, Neil especially. Like Neil's really yeah. fun. Like Neil's the, the, the three character. dudes yeah. that that their triangle, their rapport is probably the funniest. Yeah, stuff yeah. that's happening. Well, you're,
3: you're really not getting to see, especially to your point, like Seth Rogen and uh, and James Franco have obviously built a career off of their yeah. chemistry. Yeah. And you don't see any of that. You're obviously. like, oh shit, this is going <laughs> to yeah. be
4: Pineapple Express, and you pop in. You're like, <laughs> yeah.
3: No, this ain't that. This is not that at all. Yeah, but you know, it obviously took time for them to.
0: You know, figure and they're out what so it was young; yeah. they're not there yeah. yet.
4: Oh, they have no idea. So, what, what were going. you? Well, yeah. What was your sort of your introduction to Freaks and Geeks, and how it sort of? I mean, I certainly did not watch it in 1999. No, that sure, was in, in college and not watching TV. Um, I think it was just it was you know being released on. I feel like it was it on IFC or something? Yes. Yeah. I think that it's syndicated on IFC once, I believe. Yeah, it was on like Fox
3: Family or something very weird. Well, that like was that. after it got canceled. Yeah. They burned off the remaining
4: episodes. Yeah. On Fox I think I panel. saw it when it was on IFC yeah. maybe. And it's like a really good like I w- didn't watch a ton of 90210, but I watched a lot of like Saved by the Bell, yeah. which this is like the mega antithesis of and it's yeah. following you know, I just think you o- you always followed the cool people. And this was the kind of not the first time, but you know that was kind yes. of a, that's a its cool, thesis statement. Yeah, I mean yes. the first scene in the pilot is literally under the bleachers, underneath yes. the, the yeah. That's when it had me cheerleader, and I mean that's <laughs> <laughs> your life. I mean because I was that that me. was
0: me yeah. in high school.
4: And I also grew up with four step which I don't know if we've ever covered on the show, but like I grew up watching like, um, uh, well, first of all, Grease. which has there. some elements of some similarities, and then also The Outsiders. Okay. Which is like a very, you know, bunch of hot dudes, mm-hmm. and just like this show, <laughs> bunch of um, so many hot dudes, bunch of so dudes dudes. To, who,
2: to go on, who went on to do just huge yeah. shit, huge shit. Yeah. It's yeah. very similar in casting. that of yeah. like, yeah.
4: yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so and I and I think it's I think it's great, but it's again, it's like, it's like when people talk about Arrested Development you can't expect anybody to watch that fucking show. I mean, it's so complicated. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, I was talking like, to some
3: friends about that the other night, actually about how I don't think I've, I haven't seen season four and five. Like it doesn't exist. As
2: I I'm won't
4: watch. Them. I watched season four and was just like, yeah. I, what is happening? I watched two episodes me. and
2: I was so unhappy. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, the other, the other thing we were, when we were watching it, our 15 year old daughter, like kind of walked through the room and we were like, Oh, we're watching freaks and geeks. Do you want to watch with us? She was like, no like she looked quickly and said no which I think is interesting again because this is a girl who last year watched every episode of that seventy show loved it interesting we should so, have her on
4: for that seventy show yeah. well, it's a much more accessible version so what I
0: think is like so there's oh, certain yeah. shows that repeat and that I think teenagers like will mm-hmm. binge yeah I feel like today's teen I don't know maybe she would be into it I don't think so what, I think it would be what too, else is she into
2: I'm just curious
0: so well you know Teenagers now like love the off. Like they watch the office. She loves a good place. Parks good place and Rec. She Parks and Rec. She watched all of Jane, the Virgin and she watched uh, Riverdale,
4: but she sort of hate watches it.
0: Riverdale. She watches Stranger Things, they but do- she literally, that 70 yeah. show blew me away. Cause I was like, huh. really?
2: And was that like running through her school?
0: It must, I mean, someone must have told her. It certainly sure. wasn't me, but on she... Hulu
2: or Netflix or She something? just was
0: in her room yeah. every night. She went through all eight, whatever, however many seasons. Huh. She loved it. I think it's
3: interesting because I, I recently watched an interview with Kiernan Shipka because she was talking about yeah. 1999 or whatever. And um, she immediately knew Fries and Geeks. She knew the entire cast. She knew the whole thing. Now, I don't know if maybe it, that's perhaps an industry thing. I mean, she's right. an actress and right. all that. Um, but yeah, it doesn't seem like a... Again, to your point, it's just it's an inaccessible television. Well, show. Well, it's like,
2: also literally not streaming, and anywhere. it's also
3: nowhere to, nowhere to watch so, it right now. So difficult to too. find. It was, it. it was on Netflix; it got pulled. But um, I, I mean, mean a is, lot of
4: it's the music too. Yeah, is you can that because that was the whole yeah. problem with Wonder Years too is not being able to license the music, and then that fucks up. I think there are like
0: five you know. Who songs in this.
4: Yeah, the, the music rights. I don't even Insane. know how they're. It's crazy, and and it's it's throughout the.
3: I mean. In the next episode, I believe, in 15, they had a – there's a music cue in the episode that, that is in the box set. It's Frank Sinatra, but it was actually a Neil Young song um, that they, I guess, couldn't get the rights to put that with it. And right. I kind of incredible that they were able to get the, right I mean, of the rights to the songs the had. I
4: mean, I don't, I don't know how you're – Working experiences, but like my working experience as far as putting songs and shows and making them very specific to is that scene no, is <laughs> what is your backup for the next time we air this because that song um, will not be yeah. in syndication or whatever, in syndication. Right? Yeah, so it's like you That's can crazy. get you can get. Oops, I did it again. But once it's airing once <laughs> and you can't like it, it's really just a, it's just an interesting thing. And I know that was a huge problem on Wonder Years, the re-releasing that. And how do you... How
3: I think do you streaming is also tricky, too. Like, I yes. think a box sets yeah. one thing. Streaming right. is something completely right. different. Um, this is also
2: DreamWorks' first show, right? One of them. So, I, I wonder who got that library, I guess, Universal? Maybe, Maybe it'll be on Peacock? It might be on Peacock. So. I can see it landing
3: on there. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to read the synopsis really yes. quickly. Lindsay and Kim accidentally run over Millie's dog one night. Lindsay wants to come clean to Millie, but Kim threatens that if Lindsay confesses, she will react violently. Feeling guilty, Kim befriends Millie and asks her to join the freaks to witness the Who live in concert. Meanwhile, Nick teaches himself to play the guitar and writes a love ballad for Lindsay. And Bill, already having a rocky relationship with Coach Fredericks, is devastated to hear that his mother has been dating him. Dead Dogs and Gym Teachers aired on October tenth, two thousand, uh, and was written by Jed Apatow and Bob Nickman and directed by Judd Apatow. This episode was scheduled to air on March twenty seventh, two thousand, but the series was canceled by NBC. So its first broadcast was on the Fox Family Channel on October tenth.
4: Um, I worked with
0: Bob Nickman. Did you? Mm-hmm, Is always. he nice? Yeah, he was lovely. I'm mad about you. I think. Also,
4: really? when they grabbed the the when uh, your favorite scene. When uh, Haverchuk grabs the box of donuts, it's Nickman's donuts, not Inman's donuts. Oh, oh that's, that's lovely. Cute. I say like yeah. yeah. I watched yeah. it. Yeah,
2: that means that means he was really nice to the props department. Yeah, yes. yeah. He's,
0: he's a really nice guy. <laughs> yeah.
3: Love Bob Nickman. Yep. Um, so I'm going to read uh, just a brief uh, chunk of a review by Emily Vanderwerf in the AV Club. I'm going to watch she- you. Okay, cool.
0: <laughs> so creepy.
3: Uh, what's beautiful about Freezing Geeks is that everybody who wanders through it can find. Uh, wanders through its confines as a fully realized human being. Coach Fredericks is someone who just wants to be happy and bring a little happiness to the woman he loves. And even if he's not a big Bill Murray fan, he can try to be a good guy around a kid who is one. Millie grows every time we see her turning more and more into a complicated individual from the one joke character she seemed to be when the series began. At times, it seems like Freaks and Geeks has nothing but generosity towards his characters. The notion of grace comes to me again and again as I rewatch the show this time around. The more I think about it, the more I think this show is filled with people who are willing to give each other a little space to allow others to on. On new personas but also to keep them from making horrible mistakes being able to look at someone who's hurting and give something of yourself to make them feel better even if it hurts you just a little bit to do so is something even plenty of adults are unable to figure out but it is i think the one clear line that exists within freaks and geeks sometimes sacrifice is about giving up a concert you'd love to see to console an old friend or about explaining dallas to a guy who wants nothing more than to be a part of your life sometimes sacrifice is about growing up by increments i think that i mean that's good Emily's when does she reviews- watch it uh, that's a very good question. Does I think the review it was in, have a date? No, it does. Uh, I actually I think it, it was quite a while ago. Well, I mean, but yeah. still. Um, well, the
0: AV club's not around for that long.
3: Uh, not 2004. It was 2013. That's when she was. Okay.
0: Running,
3: so. Yeah, a little while uh, ago. In the decade. It for you.
0: It makes sense. Check right. out. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Um. Uh, so six years is nothing anymore. No. <laughs> I think no, um, what I serious. love about
3: the Coach Frederick's development is that it's kind of the perfect plot development. It does everything you really want from story, which mm-hmm. is it brings him, it brings out new shades in character. But more than anything, it shines a light on sort of abandoned, how abandoned Bill feels by his own father and his protectiveness of his mother. Um, well, that tightens up the show,
4: too. It, it yeah. does.
3: And it, and it brings another character into the mix yeah. and gets everything mm-hmm. sort of – the the what have you out of that uh, Tom Wilson's amazing on this show. He he's really director. great. you f- completely forget about Biff Tan and like he's, he disappears in the role, I think, but
4: well, you also go, Oh, he should be working. on yeah. so It's like, he's great. He's so good in it. Yeah. Um,
3: and he's, he, this is a real showcase for his character in this episode, but he's really trying and he's not trying in a, in a cloying and in a shitty way or in a, in no. a contrived way. No. It just feels like a guy who's really trying. He it's, should have gotten his own show.
4: Yeah, well, I don't know. I
3: don't know. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Kenny thinks that Kenny should have got his own show. Somehow. I mean... That's true. I thought
0: he was... Um, yeah.
2: No, why not?
0: He reminded me a little bit... I mean, I think he was better then, but like the Mike O'Malley character on Glee. Yes. I love that guy too. Yes. You know, yes. I thought... Which, that's the perfect amount of Mike O'Malley. You don't want...
3: Didn't he get – he got some, some shots as being the lead, right? And it just
4: didn't work out? Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. Well, he is – isn't he on Yes
4: Yeah. It's only six seasons, Phil.
2: Jesus oh, shit.
4: Sorry. Yeah.
0: Another show that was Hunter's before, worked on. That was before Glee, though.
2: <laughs> no? Pre-Glee. Prigley but I'm we saying – He was already a huge yeah. star by the time he was on Glee. He was on Parenthood. He was? In the beginning. Yeah. I remember that.
1: I wouldn't say
0: huge star. Six seasons on yesterday. <laughs> I know, but he's going to
2: take with down with the other
4: guy, I'm Mike just, O'Malley. That's the you know, last know, thing. Now she he's like, watch. now he's
2: like a major showrunner too. Yeah, he, he did like Survivors, Shameless, right? uh, Survivors, Survivors, like, Survivors. But then he also did Shameless.
4: I think he just wrote on that. Eh, ah, whatever. Anyway, anyway, very successful, um, man. very nice guy.
0: Anyway, yes, he, yes. But you know, I, I thought it was, I thought that was did a lovely wrote, story. I, I
3: guess we're. No. I don't know that Tom Wilson needs to be the lead of his own show, but I'm surprised he just didn't do more work. Like I just, he's really good on this show, and I'm even just surprised that maybe he doesn't get work off of this show in the moment because no one fucking watched it. But like the, after the box set, how people didn't like rediscover Tom Wilson and like, yeah, yeah. it's a little surprising
4: to me, but that's more what I mean. Of yeah. Like, yeah. It's um, a nostalgia play and he's good. Yeah. yeah. So it's yeah, like a get, double. It's, yeah. it's a two, 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 two banger. Two for one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bill playing basketball was unbelievable. Yeah. Um, that was wild. Poor guy.
0: <laughs> well, having watched our son recently play basketball, we, uh, we shouldn't
4: Nah. i mean just, no good's gonna come of this i'm just saying
0: it was it felt very <laughs> it's grounded year. it's
4: his first year it, it felt just, real it felt real to <laughs> it you felt very real. it felt like they said just try to play basketball and yeah. he did
0: i'm just so, saying i've, 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 I've seen yeah. that yeah, yeah. i mean a lot of kids
4: would no 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 i'm saying i'm saying in the show oh I, i'm <laughs> saying there wasn't there, there was being an being acting not yeah yeah
2: okay thomas wilson's currently a recurring on DC Legends of Tomorrow. So you know okay. that's pretty so good. It's, it's, so you guys are you, you guys are totally wrong. Right. I'm totally right. Don't worry
0: right.
3: about him. Um I love that I mean as we mentioned a little bit earlier, but I do love that Nick can't really get over Lindsay in his own way. And we're and there I have been episodes it. obviously before this where he's just struggling and doesn't really know how to process, I <laughs> guess.
4: I, I like love that. And yeah. I also thought that the song was on the cusp of being too good. Yeah. <laughs> like there was a yeah. moment so where I was bad. like I was like, is this an actual song? Like, what? Lady L? Yeah. I mean, by the time you get to Lady <laughs> L, you know it's – then it gets bad. But at the beginning of the song, it's like – And he was playing not-
0: the guitar really nicely. Well, yeah. yeah. It's like, I just thought Seth Rogen's reaction. I like
2: that about it. Like, I was yeah. about that good of a musician, which was, like, good enough to think you're good, but bad enough to, like, if I played for someone, they'd be like – yeah. Okay. You know. So I. Yeah. I, like. Oh, you have to be exactly on that cusp to think that like your song is a gift, and for the other but, person to be like, is it really? A but gift? what I'm saying <laughs> is,
4: what I'm saying is, in the scene, you have to see Seth Rogen's reaction to it, because as an nice audience video. member, you don't. Because Seth Rogen could have said, "This is fucking great," and I would have been like, "Yeah, it's pretty good." <laughs> like, <I would've laughs> been like I'm in. Like I'm in. We right. finally made it. I'm in on this. This story. Yeah.
2: It's I mean it's also That's um, interesting. That that really colors your your that really colors your opinion on Seth Rogen smashing the guitar. Yeah. But for me like the the big joke with with Nick and his musicianship is him thinking he's John Bonham playing the drums, yeah. and you cutting back, and he actually is like flailing like an idiot, and he like he has he like yeah, yeah, has yeah. this like horrible light yeah. show and like the shitty dry ice, and he just he's, he's And What's the song he sings to Lindsay?
3: Is it Lady? Is that the name of the song? I think it is Lady. Yeah, yeah. So I think there's that. Yeah, he, he's so he's not progressing. <laughs> like yes, he's yes, Just yes. like that is sort of he's stuck. He in thinks this, he has something. He thinks he hook. has something to give. Yeah, he but really he really does. doesn't. And, and and to give to Lindsay too, like his love yeah. and also his music, it's rough. Are these two things that he thinks she should really really want? It's like on The Bachelor when guys write poems.
4: For oh, the girls. The or, the oh
0: and we just—I mean, we just watched Temptation Island, and this one guy put petals all over the bed and, and wrote a wrote poem. poem. He and called
4: and it a poem. That was that was just some. He's words. like, I've
0: never written a love poem before. I'm like, you still haven't. <laughs> <laughs>
4: And then she took another guy in there, and they had basically just taken the the,
0: the, the
4: duvet and just threw it on the floor. And then they fucked. Oh
2: man, I don't know if they
4: fucked. Do you guys want
0: to do a Temptation Island podcast? Sure. I'm,
2: um, was it? <laughs> I would do it no matter what. Yeah, we okay, do it in yeah. a heartbeat. I would do the or original, which I love. Did you it? guys see no, no, yeah, the original the Ridge, the Ridge, of of Ridge, with the girl with the red braids? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's my girl. Um, <laughs> that's, but that's not, that's not your girl. Well, how do you know? <laughs> There's always There's a lot of people's girl. Uh, um, but in '99, there really wasn't this reality bar boom yet. No, Survivor was sure. two thousand. Survivor was just around the I corner. guess here's the yeah. thing,
0: too. And then again, this is maybe the other reason why him smashing the guitar hurt me <laughs> was that I do I do relate to these characters. I do see myself as a Lindsay, and I dated some guys in high school. No one had would ever have done something as sweet.
4: First of all, somebody wrote a song about you.
0: That was Canada.
4: And that was played on the fucking radio. Wayne, Tom Cochran. Prozac.
0: Yeah. The band is called Prozac.
4: And what was the name of the
0: song? It sucks to be you.
4: Yeah. About you.
0: Apparently it meant it means that he didn't realize how much he hurt me. Until he had been hurt the way he hurt me. Not that it sucks to be you like.
2: No, I get it now.
0: Yeah. Um, yes. But so there, if you watch the video, there is a.
1: Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quinn's is the place to score high end essentials at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets and so much more. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedincom achieve today.
0: Blonde character in a red car that drives away, which I think is me driving away to LA. So I question. don't know how we got on this. Prozac
2: spelled like the drug?
3: No, that's what I was just going to ask. How Prozac spell?
0: P R O Z Z A K.
3: And what's above the A? An Uma. A- Uma. <laughs>
0: These are pretentious. She also. This is from the Philosopher Kings. Um,
3: you know, sounds pretentious. Yeah, Did say, you ever
0: listen to the Philosopher Kings sounds, when you in? Drama? Just, just
3: you know, so. This is sucks to be you.
0: Yeah, this was written about me. He's also putting on that accent.
4: <laughs> Guys, it's the things so, you learn on I this just, podcast. Going
0: back, <laughs> I've never but heard it before. That's amazing.
2: Devastating.
0: You never heard it?
2: No. You know what? You it know sounds like I awkward. have shit to do. You, you know why it sucks? It does sound like... I, that's what I was immediately... it you, know, you know why it sucks to be you? Because it sucks to be you. It sounds like that.
0: <laughs> it's not
4: like... Uh, right, so what I'm the saying the is, It's not like you're so vain where you're like, that's that about me. Jason that's a fucking Siegel great song. Is much, it's I much, would much take nicer. any much day. I agree.
3: I... I... Nick is a, Nick wears his heart in his sleeve. Like, that's what makes Nick, he's, he's a golden retriever. I mean, that's just, he's this very kind of lovable guy that just wants her to love him back. And yeah. she just has no interest he's in him. He's a golden
2: retriever who humps her leg. Yes. Yep.
3: Got it. Yes. Um, then we have the scene with Bill making dinner for himself, which we talked about. I do love that apparently behind the scenes, Judd and the writers were telling dirty jokes to him to get him to laugh. Oh, I love. So, that. I was wondering about that. So, that's why, because it looks so genuine.
2: Yeah, it's yeah. like really, really high. Nice. I love it. So yeah. So I yeah. think that that's really well, great. Martin Starr isn't really like Bill Haverchuk. No. So he's doing just an incredible he's job. He's amazing. <laughs> I mean, yes.
0: I, I think his acting is really He's amazing.
2: tremendous. In in this episode in
3: particular, he's doing some really special stuff.
2: Also, uh, you know, Judd Apatow just made that documentary about Gary Shanley like, yep. mm-hmm. right before he died or, you know, it came out after he died. Uh, it was interesting to see that him, him really like showing his Shandling bona fides. That like, yeah. that really was his guy that he yeah. you know put out there. Yeah, Which it I made me
0: think, think. Do you think the Bill character is Judd Apatow? Then
2: there's
3: definitely moments where I feel like because in the episode that's coming up, mm-hmm. the next episode where Neil has the ventriloquist dummy. Mm-hmm.
0: Spoilers,
3: spoilers, guys. Uh, that felt also very real to me. Like, I, th- there is. This show, more specifically with the geeks than with the freaks, but the geeks are comedy guys. Like, there's a lot of like, right. there's a lot of idolizing of comedy legends and all that. Mm-hmm. They love um, Steve Martin. They love Steve Martin. They love Bill Murray. They, I mean, like all these, they have their guys, and you can see that is very appetite. I right. feel like
2: that's where I see. Yeah. Him well. Also, who plays the teacher? Who Bill has a crush on?
3: Leslie Mann. Hmm. Uh. So there's, there's that else there.
0: And were they together? I already? believe they were together yeah, at it's that just point. Post Family Guy, yeah. I mean,
3: uh, Cable, cable guy. guy. They met on Cable Guy because he wrote that or was one of the writers on that. Got it. Um, does she come back? Uh, I don't think so. Because Miss yeah, Foot, Miss Foot, just kind of just disappears. Yeah. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, I love Kim saying, "I heard that Stevie Nicks is a witch." Yeah, yeah, that was great. Uh, Coach Frederick saying that Rocky II is the best movie ever made. Yep, is that's a real,
2: real bro hot take. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, you, you know, it's in the early eighties because it was before Rocky IV. Oh, Rocky became IV, the is, real bro I mean, hot take.
4: That's yeah. the real.
3: Yeah. yeah, yeah, Rocky II. I mean, I don't know. Um, I do like Bill. Murray is the funniest II. man on the planet. My
4: dad used to say Rocky II is the best Rocky. Really, I do like yeah. the fact that because well, he wins. I think Wall has the best fight. Well, I think it. It also. Uh, for that character, Rocky is a much more nuanced film than Rocky two. <laughs> yeah. That, I, I mean, yeah, just yeah. in terms of character arc and sure. stuff and like, cause I'm sure if you're like a bro and it's, when is that 76? The first one, yeah. um, I'm sure you're like, how can he lose? Yeah. Like at the end you're like, yeah, and then the he f- never
2: does again. You're like, what the
4: fuck oh, is does. this? <laughs> yeah. Like, this is like not what I signed up for. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah.
2: And I think Sly heard him. And he's like, all right, yep. let's get out there. Let's get him the championship. It was a
4: great movie, man. But uh, I think you should win.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: and then win again. And then win again. again. And, then again. No. Uh, and then defeat communism. It's way better. I, yeah, I do
3: love uh, um, Kim uh, at lunch saying, we killed Millie's dog.
4: And Ken saying, with your bare hands. Yeah, yeah. That was
0: very
4: really <laughs> <laughs> some yeah. like, There's like some really good jokes in there. Yeah.
0: Like I love husband. I love Busy Phillips. I'm She's kind of so obsessed. I'm like
4: I'm like she hasn't changed. is She looks. I would actually say a lot of them have kind of stayed. They, they the same. look the same. They look the same, but she looks a lot the same. Well, also
0: yeah. like I follow her on Instagram, and there's always pictures of her kids up, and her kids look identical to how she looked then. That's like crazy. she looks slightly different. Yeah, her face is long. Like it's just anyway. But I just I lo- yeah. I love I love Franco her. looks kind of the same.
3: God, they yeah. all look the same. Yeah. It's I mean, pretty nuts. Lilith's Rogan game. does it. Rogan yeah. looks, he's, Rogan he's looks grown up. Handsomer. Yeah. yeah. Now, uh, wait,
0: wrote, was Rogan writing on the show?
3: No, he wrote on Undeclared. undeclared yeah. yeah. Okay. So, but on this, yeah, I don't think, I mean, they don't really weaponize Seth on this show. He never, he gets a couple episodes here and there. He's the episode, obviously, where he meets the girl. He's so
0: young, though. He was actually. I just don't think they knew what was. they had
4: with him. He was like him. 17. Yeah.
2: yeah,
0: I'm just. What do you think, Seth Rogen?
2: You think the
4: hours they couldn't have him on set enough? <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> what do you think
2: his funniest performances? Seth Rogen? Yeah. Oh wow, that's a tough question. I mean, I that's think. um because I don't think he's the funniest guy. I think he is best used as a straight man uh, in this in these Italian comedies, and he's funny. I think- he's funny in Neighbors. I think he's very funny in Pineapple
4: Express. Just yes. I think it's of the whole funny. flip. The whole character is yeah. just is good and
2: knocked up. I think he's knocked funny. up. Is I Forty Old Virtues when I really thought he was so funny. He's, funny. he's funny. I like Tough, Scary Seth Rogen a lot. I, I gotta say, I loved Long Shot. was
3: fun? one of my favorites of the, the year. It, he's, yeah. gr- I think he's really funny in it. Mm-hmm. Um, I like This Is the End a lot. This, this is the end is, is really yeah. funny.
4: Yeah,
3: yeah. yeah, I mean he's a he's a funny guy.
4: I mean no, but I think he has more range than people. He has more heart than a lot of yes, like too. I mean, I don't think you're. It's hard. To, it's harder to root for Franco, I think, it's partially because I think he's just like a better looking dude, mm-hmm. which is like makes you be like, "Ah, fuck this guy." He's good looking and funny. <laughs> sure, but like, I think, I think Rogan, you're like, "Ah, oh, man, I just want this dude to win." You really? I mean, I think he. I mean, Funny People, which
3: I think is an underrated movie. Um, yeah, he, I thought he was very funny in that. He's he's also very good at, like he has the heart you're talking about yeah, yeah. too. Um, and then I would also say Steve Jobs as well, which is a movie that you know. Yeah, people you know might not love, but I think he's quite good in it. No. He's but, not funny, and I'm just speaking of like he, the heart that you're talking about. There's more range to Seth Rogen, I guess, yeah. is what I'm sort of. It's getting.
2: very weird to me that Jonah Hill has two Oscar nominee uh, nominations, and Seth, Seth doesn't, Rogen doesn't. I agree. But, um,
3: so yeah. I love that there's uh, there's a scene with Bill standing up to the coach Fredericks, which I really liked, which we have not certainly haven't seen from his character up until this point. Mm-hmm. This is a, a a really kind of it's a bit of a revolutionary episode for Bill's character, totally, because you really start to see him not even come into his own but just maybe have an understanding of himself which i think is kind of a hallmark of the show right. is everybody finding their lane
0: he, well i like you know sorry his- but without context of watching all the other ones before yeah. um minus when i watched them originally but uh he i think he realizes that he has a choice in what he wants to do and it maybe prior to that he didn't it's like he, he's like, I get to decide whether I like this guy or not, whether I let this guy, as opposed to everything just happening to him. So, like, that's I, – I love that moment where he walks out of gym class. He's like, I don't have to fucking do yeah. this. Yeah, too. And, like, I don't care about the repercussions. And yeah. That was really cool. I,
4: I think it's like him realizing he can make a choice about what he wants. Yeah. 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 I think there's also uh, a, a revelation for
3: him of we we both love the same woman. I don't mean that romantically or or sexually i just mean that he can recognize that this man loves his mom and that he loves his mom and that those don't necessarily need to be you know
4: well you know i think that's that's true and it's definitely like when he comes out of the bedroom in the morning to get the coffee and all that stuff that scene it's just like it would have been very easy to play it like i just fucked your mom whatever like (laughs) that and that's kind of where like most things would have gone and there would have been like a fist fight or something, but it was just like super understated. Like in terms of like you're saying, like respecting, I care about her. I care about her also. This is fucking weird. When I, and again, I just, you know, just to say,
3: that's kind of amazing that that exists. Like to your point, the instincts on a broadcast television show would have been to do what you're talking about, which yeah. is to make it a fucking crazy act out or something like that. And it is an act out, if I'm
4: not mistaken. Yeah, but it's, it's just, just not. No, like-
0: the the network way to do it is that would be the first beat. That would be how he finds oh, out right, that yeah, they're right, having right, sex. Yeah, right, right, right. The story yeah. would start there. It. Right. it, it the, <laughs> he He's respectful. He comes over for dinner. He's trying to. It's not the first run in they've had. Right.
4: It's just sort of like this is life now, how are we going to get through it? Right. Which I think is a lot of what the show is in general.
0: And I think to its credit that
2: uh, it can't be overstated how fucking weird that would be Mm -hmm. if you had a single parent and they wound up sleeping with one of your teachers and this teacher is now sitting at your dinner table and the teacher's trying to be your stepfather, your stepmother. How how difficult that would be for both parties, but especially Bill. mm -hmm. It's not a funny joke.
4: No, and, and it's good when um when she calls him by his first name. Yeah. And he's like, I can't remember, is it Ben or something? Yeah, I think and it was ben. Like, ben. And he's like, and Bill's like, Ben? <laughs> <laughs> so I think everybody everybody had that experience of growing up and like hearing your teacher's first name. Yeah. And yeah. we had um our art teacher's name was Les. I'll never forget it. And his real name, his full name was Leslie. And I remember when we found out, we were like,
2: holy
0: shit. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Leslie Yeager. I'll never forget. Yeah, it's, it's, they, they don't, it, don't seem like people. Like, it's yeah, like, and yeah. it's like a secret. It's like, yeah. whoa. Yeah. It's like behind the curtain. They have lives. It's like lives, when you, yeah. when you bump into a teacher or see a teacher outside yes. of school, you're just like, the this grocery is store, so you're like, what
3: crazy. are you doing? Yeah. You're yeah. buying yeah. bread too? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: what? yeah.
3: Um, I love all the, the go-kart stuff is great. Um, it's such a carefree scene again, another who, song. but it's really, I thought it was really well done. I love Millie standing up to her mom. You know, we've, and I think that, which episode is it where Millie, the drugs episode is 13 or 15? I don't remember which one it is now. The
2: drugs The one episode? when Lindsay gets high. That's 13. That's 13.
3: Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a big Millie episode. It's a yes. huge Millie episode. And we're really seeing Millie turn into something very interesting and one of the best fully realized mm-hmm. characters on the show. Um, but seeing her stand up to her mom is great. Um, <clears throat> love the scene with Bill and, and the coach in the backseat of his car. That was great. I also just love, again, sort of a testament to the show. They stick with bill at the tail of that scene for a while. Like most shows would have cut out of that Mm -hmm. way before they did. They, you really just get to sit there with him and have him process this and cry and just sort of deal with it. Most shows would have just been like the second that the, the coach got out, that the scene was over, um, which I think is a testament to the show as well. Um, How would I say? Oh, um, Lindsay's face when Nick tells her that he wrote her a song is just incredible. Linda Cardellini does so much incredible silent acting on this show, but you can just tell right there that she does not want to hear his fucking song. Yeah, it's it's I don't know, it's great. And then or even just her
0: reaction when Millie's talking about the dog and she's realizing (laughs) that it was them. It's really great. great.
3: Yeah, Yeah, she's she's although when they
0: show the picture of the dog at the end, (laughs) Hunter's like. Oh, they would have known. that <laughs> yeah. That's, that's yeah. a big dog. The car, the car
4: would have been destroyed. It's like a hundred pound German
0: Shepherd. Yeah, it was they we're like, oops, oh, oh, I'm sure. Yeah, the we're car fine. like doesn't. Yeah, you're know, like no, oh, it must have been a squirrel. It's like that dog would have caused <laughs> yeah. damage.
2: Yeah. that's another thing that this show could do. I'm not talking about the dog, but just the uh the Linda Cardellini thing, right? There's a very clear one and two on the call sheet in this show, mm-hmm. right? It's Sam and Lindsay. They sidelined them essentially for this episode in favor of Bill. Yeah. Um, in favor with Bill, Millie, Kim, Kim Kelly. Kim, yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. Like those are kind of the, the drivers of three stories. Like two people way down, like a person who's barely a regular in Kim. I mean, you get the also starring and yeah. Millie who's a recurring. The, 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 the guts – to, to even pitch that, the guts to put that out there and they do – it. that's why I love the back end half of this se- this season, this mm-hmm. series so much is the way they kind of like Springfield out this world. But to your point earlier, Hunter, like also bring it in. Yeah. You know, like you're crossing interesting characters with each other. You're making – and you're giving everyone little moments. There's a moment in the last episode mm-hmm. with um, – with Alan yes, where he gets yes, his yes, own yes, monologue yes. of He's all great. characters. Yeah. So. Well I
4: think that like when you're doing a show and you're doing like a first season of a show, I think like your main goal should be to figure out what kind of stories you can do. Oh yeah. And I think you have to like kick the tires on is there a Kim Kelly story? Yeah. Is because you're ultimately trying to get to doing 200 episodes or something. So you sure. so I think it, it is it's great that they did because otherwise, you know, if you're doing the same if it's a Lindsay, a story every time, then you're just like, what the fuck is this? Like we're just doing the same. thing.
0: Well, then you also get stuck in it. So if you do yeah. all of a sudden decide to do a Kim mm-hmm. story,
4: you can't do it. it. it
0: feels weird because yeah. you haven't established it. It is. That it's is like right. a big it's gear shift.
4: I want to work for you guys. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I mean, so few shows are so few shows have the guts to do that. But like, you know, but
4: I mean, I think you just, you want to figure out different types of shows and then different things to do with the characters. And I think it's like,
0: And different pairings, that's something you always want to do.
4: Yeah, like different pairings. pairings. Yeah.
0: Well, and I think
3: also, you you, you were sort of talking about this too, about this back half. It feels, as we've mentioned, it feels like they knew that this was the end. But they're also going deeper. And it's not to say that the show is superficial in the first half, because it's certainly not. But it's really... Digging into these characters, giving Alan a scene who's who's a bully for basically he's like kind of a one-note bully character, yeah. and he's he gets in he four gets, or five episodes. It right, gets to shine in this episode in a way that's really interesting. Or you get to see Neil and what they're doing with his character, or you know, and even Daniel where he turns into a goth coming up, and that's a really rough episode for him. Like there's a lot of they're whether or not they know that the end is near or that the show's not going to get to do this, they're they're really going for it and they're really trying to kind of dig in. But you um, also oh,
4: you also have to know as a showrunner what you have to be confident in your decision making because by giving Alan these things mm-hmm. you're really saying something about about the show and about the characters versus you're only drilling down on like three or four characters and you're just oh. focusing on them over and over again. Mm-hmm. You're like making all these big decisions, which just I think it I think it speaks to Apatow having a having good vision like that, but also just Paul Feig knowing what mm-hmm. the world is and what the characters are and everybody being on the same Fully page. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, you episode to episode, keeping that consistent.
0: Well, how many aired on NBC? Uh, on NBC, it
3: was 13.
0: So five episodes did not air on NBC. We got they the first
3: clunker. And that's,
0: <laughs> no, no, this is where we are, though. So <laughs> what I'm curious is. Mm-hmm. Just because of lead, because there's, I'm working on a streaming show and there's years of lead time, but like on a network show, yeah. if you got the back, well, they didn't even get a back they, nine, they whatever got back, they got, what I'm five. saying is, they got at, what point, something, at what six. point do you know, are you still producing shows that mm-hmm. you know aren't airing?
2: No. So no, I, I think, I don't,
3: I don't think, I I, think, I think, I think they had, had all these, these ch-
2: done, right? Sh- Yeah. So what what happened was it it premieres September twenty fifth, like you know any other show, goes away after its first six in November. Correct. Right. So it airs six in November. It comes back in January on a different night, on a good night. So it started airing on on like Fridays, and then it's and then they move it to like move it to Mondays or Tuesdays. Mondays or Tuesdays with a good lead in, they're giving it a real shot. Right. They air seven weeks. There are seven more there. Well. Actually, it's yeah seven more there until March twentieth. Yeah. And my assumption is they wrote. Oh, they're everything. done.
0: They're done by yeah. yeah. They've they have wrote the next then.
2: five. Produced them as well. Yeah, too. yeah. 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 And, That's um, all in the can. And all as they, they say. <laughs> and then all they did was <laughs> yeah. they they ran two of them on Fox. Um, Fox family in October. So like which six is months what, later, free And then they did the last formal.
3: three aired in July of 2000.
2: Oh, so they aired there three in yeah. July. And then they aired the last two in so October. So like it, they just, they didn't fucking care. Fox family bought the rights. Fox family <laughs> yeah. aired all of them. And I guess they bought all 18 and they just aired the Except for order. Kim Kelly is my friend, which never aired
3: anywhere. Which they, right. what number is that? That was yeah. technically number episode four.
0: They just skipped it
3: because it never aired on Fox Family Channel either. This episode, if
2: I'm not mistaken, was first seen. It aired on Fox Family. Oh, but did it? It did. But okay. It, it, in, yeah, it did. In September. So, so we're wrong. It was the first five were actually on NBC in the fall.
3: So you're right. So while we have you here, I wanted to you're talk. You're right and you're wrong. Um, I want to read so you something right very quickly that Judd Apatow wrote after the show was canceled.
0: Okay.
4: It is a crazy statement.
0: Is it about Mark Brazil? Just kidding.
4: <laughs> oh, you know that tied it. We tied it back to the Seventy Show. We in,
2: you know that story that they
4: the there? Lived it. Lived it. They had their feud. Yeah, that was a huge thing. I that was on like a show when
0: that was happening. Like you don't think that that's all. That was like we're forwarded
2: talking. around.
4: I know. I brought, up, I brought it up. I brought it
2: up two weeks ago on the yeah. pod, and everyone was like, "That's not that cool." I'm like, "That was the craziest <laughs> cool. thing it was, was, ever." It's, it's not. It's not cool. It's insane. It's not good. It was but insane. Uh, yeah. And yeah. this is pretty insane too.
0: Okay, let's go. Uh, this is a,
3: this has been a terrible day. It is always painful dealing with a network. In parentheses, HBO excluded. They are great. Uh, <laughs> They have no interest in quality. They have no patience. They have no job security. This is a recipe for disaster. So now we will bring Dateline back to the air. News magazine shows are truly evil. They pretend to be news, but they are 100% tabloid garbage. They prey on people's pain and turn it into cash for their megacorp masters. How much money did NBC make exploiting the Columbine children? Did we see all those images day after day after day for months? Must they interview every kid who ever murdered their parents or classmates? They say it's news. It isn't news. It's greed. What do we learn from those reports? these shows are glorified versions of the old movie faces of death they will t- jesus they will talk about anything if they think people will watch it it desensitizes everyone who watches it it makes us feel like the world is a scarier place than it actually is the film network has come true i am just glad that we were able to sneak something decent on and that was from our hearts before they killed before they killed us think about Think about this. They haven't aired six episodes that costs them millions of dollars. How much do they resent our show to take that hit? What are the real politics of this decision? Maybe at the highest level of NBC or GE, there is something we don't even know. And he doesn't, and it doesn't, and he doesn't relate to the geeks. He relates to the bullies. I would guess our show doesn't touch his heart. It reminds him of the deepest pain, his flaws. Either that or he sees a number and doesn't care what it is. If I'm not making my stockholders money today, get it off. God forbid they show anything they were proud of. Oh, I'm sorry, they do. It's called
0: Daddy-O. Oh, God, I remember that show. So, yeah, I know, Ed Yeager.
3: <laughs> <laughs> the reason I want to read that is, you know, you guys have been on shows. You have, you know, a Anger. history with... Well,
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> but just a
3: history of, of just... How painful it is to have a show canceled, how painful it is to deal with those sort of things. And obviously he decided to go on
0: freaksandgeeks.com and, com and
3: post this. I agree. It's it's I I read it. For the, You're for not the, the first person to have
0: right. your show canceled. I mean
3: <laughs> Nor will you be the last.
0: What 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 you do when that happens is it is heartbreaking. And if you want to write a statement yeah, You write a statement about Let's
4: Shove how, it up your butt. <laughs> <laughs> I, Sorry, I'm so sorry. It's
0: just so fucking so entitled. It's so yeah. entitled. Do you know how much when he says, "Oh, they spent all this money," I want to be like, "Yeah, dude, yeah. they spent they all this money." This. Let you make 18 episodes yeah, of a great show. Yeah. You should be
3: thanking your lucky stars. Yeah, yeah,
0: so few people get that. It that is that's insane.
3: It is insane. It's an insane statement. He, I you mean, know, he posted it on their on their blog or on their website. um I think that in a lot of, I mean. Who knows how much of this he means? It sounds like he means most of it, but is he also just sort of trying to get the, 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 trying to show the fans how much he cared about the show and to say like I'm angry too? I don't know. Going on a rail about yeah. the,
4: About I think yeah. this is like early internet. Yeah, I'm
0: not. Don't, I'm not trying to make
4: excuses. Don't do this. No,
0: it, it's in the same tone as the stuff yes. that was going back and forth between him and Brazil. Yeah, that was crazy. It's just stupid. It's like not thoughtful and. It, it's so entitled it just drives me crazy it's a,
3: it's a, it's a really crazy thing um, you know and and it's interesting too you know shows are canceled all the time um, they often have episodes that are in the can I would say probably more often than not they do or at least on that Yeah, that's sure. just what it is so this idea of like them taking the financial hit for not airing those episodes I mean if they aired it they'd be taking more of a more financial of a hit, yeah. hit because it's, it's
2: crazy and then I mean the irony of this statement is he's basically saying that Dateline makes our country or our world more dangerous <laughs> yeah. makes people think it's more dangerous <laughs> than it is and then he presents a wild conspiracy <laughs> theory just an insane conspiracy <laughs> theory <laughs>
0: Is, it's crazy. He's just. He's, I It's a really kind of a crazy
3: thing. I don't. I mean, in this, I is think his he's problem. apparently gotten better. I'm, I've I mean, look, gotten a little But I think all
0: of his movies need like forty minutes cut out, and that is that person. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. someone probably. Yeah. I know somebody who worked with him who watched Funny People mm. and said it needs like at least a half an hour cut, and he was beyond livid. And oh no! He can't.
3: Can't take criticism. It's not all
0: perfect, dude. Yeah, that show is great, but like yeah I don't know it's just it's also- he's, he's not
3: good with like guardrails he could use some guardrails do you know what I mean I I, I agree but, but no one will it's like it. what you were talking about where it's like they shoot fucking 20 hours of footage to find a 5 minute scene or something yeah, like that yeah, right yeah. Yeah. where it's like if you're finding your movie in the editing room which is a style I mean that's it's what fine. some people do yeah but it can create sort of pacing issues and it can create sort but it's of- not it's just
4: not what a TV show is sure it's just like you have to shoot what you need and then move on and yeah that's his that's
2: his issue. That's fine. Yeah. I I think if you want to shoot 20, 20 minutes to get two minutes, okay, someone will give you the money to do that as long as it winds up with a good two minute scene. Right. Okay, fine. But to Stacey's point, like, uh This is 40 is a two hour and 45 minute movie yeah, that's, about yeah. how tough it is to live in Or you're... Uh. <laughs> <So it's like,
3: laughs> the movie is garbage. Um, Warrior, it's, or, it's or you're insane. in a
4: situation where and you know Christopher Guest is brilliant, but then you hear that I think I think it took him four years to edit uh, "Waiting for <laughs> Guffman," and you're just like, "You are Guffman." I would fucking kill myself. <laughs> like, I, I would never, I would never sign up for that. Yeah, no matter what. And four I think "Waiting for Guffman" years. is brilliant, That's but uh, how many times can you go over a scene and how much can you mine and? You know, obviously that's his process. I just can't imagine but, how much footage they must have had too,
2: as part of it. I but that's it's why like, there's yeah, not a Christopher I, Guest movie every year. We, <laughs> like, just, yes, yes. just it just can't happen. We yeah. really haven't spoken about Judd, yeah, yeah. that not. much. And I don't know if we were like avoiding it or whatever, um, or if it just hasn't come up. But uh, I don't know. Do we have any kind of hot takes? Yeah, I would like. That. I'm working towards the hot takes. I was going to go like right. thirty thousand foot view, you know, ideas about Judd his career the last twenty years. Um, what's, what, what he's doing now. Do some editing.
3: Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's my, also his, favorite. his
2: kind of persona in Hollywood
4: too. Um, I don't really have an opinion on that. I mean, I think the editing, I think for me, it's like, I've worked on a lot of shows where, you know, it's always Sunday in Philadelphia is like 19 and a half minutes long. There's like 12 scenes in an episode. And if you pitch me a story with 14 scenes, I'll just tell you it's too long. Mm -hmm. It just can't work. And I think that like in movies it's way different and that's not my domain. But like in TV, if you shoot a 20-minute scene and cut it down to two minutes, I can tell you that you did that. Like it will feel like that. There's Mm -hmm. there's no way that you can get from A to B in a scene while also (laughs) going through L and Q and R or whatever. So I think that it's like – I think it works better in films, even though I think his films are largely too long. But I also think that, like, he does have an interesting career in that I think he's able to produce and direct and write with people and still preserve their voices and, like, have different.
0: Yeah, I was going to say Step Brothers.
4: Yeah. I-, I would also say, too,
3: that his the films that he writes and directs, um, there's kind of not a there- – definitely there's not a lot of filmmakers that have the ability to make those films anymore. Um, yeah. I, I look at someone, I, I think there's a lot of, um, similarities between him and James L Brooks in a lot of ways, both sort of, Interesting. both sort of guys that were dealing with privilege to a certain degree. Um, but also being given a lot of rope, being allowed to sort of make whatever movies they want to make, not high stakes movies. Um, you know, I think that, you know, I know that some people didn't like Trainwreck. I think there's some good stuff in Trainwreck, like but again, Trainwreck. it's I think it's too long. I think there's stuff that could be cut out of it. Um, I'm curious to see what this movie that he's doing with uh, Pete Davidson is that's coming out next oh, year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: well, he's doing one with Billy Eichner, too.
3: Oh, Okay. Yeah. So, like, I, I think that uh, – I think he has a very interesting – he sees talent in very interesting ways. He gets, he gets to shine a spotlight on people that might not get to have had it. I think this is a perfect example, this show, this cast – what he's been able to sort of do with their careers. Um, That being said, I think that uh, this is 40 is ridiculous. And I think he knows it's ridiculous. I think that's why he sort of changed gears pretty drastically and got in bed with another comedian. He can't be
0: writing about himself anymore. Yes. There's nothing left. Yeah. Again. To mine.
2: Yeah. I agree with that. He also doesn't seem to have understood at the time the, 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 privilege kind of imbued in This Is 40 and, and the lead up, right? The 40-year-old virgin knocked up This Is 40 run. I don't, like, the thing that the James L. Brooks comparison really doesn't work when it comes to privilege, I know that James L. Brooks kind of fell apart post-Spranglish. Yeah, who cares really about that late period stuff, but like, the stakes in broadcast news are pretty fucking clear to me. The stakes in terms sure. of the Dearman are pretty sure, clear. Sure, 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 sure. Like, I don't think Judd has ever come you. close to like, you know, kind of ripping your guts out the way James L. Brooks was, was able to, even though he's dealing with, you know, white people of privilege. Um, Part
3: of that is because I think James L. Brooks would pick, uh, it's interesting, I I guess, to sort of piggyback on what you're saying, I think that Judd isn't really interested in, much, if that makes sense. Like, I think that the the circle or the world that he's interested yeah. in exploring is relatively small. It's in smaller stakes. Right. Things, Whereas James you know. O. Brooks is like, I'm going to make a show about broadcast television, although, I mean, he worked in broadcast TV, so obviously he knows a lot about that. But you know what I'm saying? 40 think-
2: Old Virgin is about courtship. Knocked Up is about pregnancy and parenthood. Yeah. This, this is 40 is about 40 marriage. marriage. Like, that's all he knows, as far <laughs> as I can tell.
4: Yeah. Yeah. But also yeah. not. I don't think he necessarily starts with a thesis of this is what I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. Whereas like network or whatever, it's like there's very clear, this is what we're here to do. Mm-hmm. I, I think that – and I will agree with you that, for, that funny people
3: probably could have cut 20 minutes out of it for sure. I think it sort of becomes another movie when he goes up north yeah. and there's that whole yeah. thing. Probably. But I've watched that film of, you know, a handful of times and – Stand I, up. <laughs> stand it's
0: up. over two hours, right? Yeah.
3: Oh, it's 240. Oh, it's like yeah. almost three, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's too long. But I think it's. I think it's probably his best movie. I think it's the one that feels the most realized. It's the one that feels like it's at, one of Adam Sandler's best performances. It just. It feels like. Wait, that have, you one. <laughs> <I> have. <laughs> have you seen Blended? I have. Have you seen? Click? Mean, I, <laughs> I love Punch Drunk Love, um, but I mean, point is, yeah, I yeah. think that he. That's, Funny people's good. Funny people's a good movie.
2: I agree with that's, you. That's, that's, that's yeah. Cool.
3: But anyway, I think I think I think it's interesting. I think he's an interesting guy. I I, I think that you know, girl. I, I loved Girls. Yeah, I thought it was too. a great show. Um, I love that he's one of the few mega producers
4: who uses his clout to try to empower voices that might not get. That, that. That's what my feeling is, and also yeah. is able seems to be a guy that's able to go take someone and say, "Oh no, this is the story you should be telling."
2: Right. The how how to make it. Better, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and there is a certain amount of putting your money where your mouth is because he did initially empower a group of white guys: Rogan, Franco, barrichelle mm-hmm. everyone who was in "Fucking This Is the End." And then I think he heard the criticism, yeah. and since then it's been Lena Dunham, Amy Schumer, Billy Eichner. Yeah. So a um, big sick with Kumail. So yeah. I yeah. think it was yeah. you know and Emily Gordon, yeah. a bunch of different voices. I do think there is a lot of value in leading by that example. So
3: I would also, I watched, he was just recently on the tonight show a couple nights ago because he's got this Gary Shandling book that's coming out and there, whether or not it's an act, I don't know. He seemed to have a lot more humility. I don't know if, if this Gary Shandling situation might've affected him in a very real way. I mean, he obviously really loved the guy. He made this documentary series, he made this book. It was obviously very important to him. Uh, I just wonder if, maybe he's turned some sort of a leaf maybe he's found some sort of I don't know but it's interesting right. to sort of see him the things the passion projects that he seems to be throwing himself behind are interesting things yeah Um, for what that's worth so well thank you for coming on guys yeah guys
0: thank you for having thank us
3: thank you yeah guys <laughs> and we look forward to having you on again in the future yeah, American, yeah. movie American Pimp American, something with American something with American yeah, in yeah, it. yeah that'd be great thank you so great. much guys
0: next Sweet. week more Freaks freezing Geeks do <laughs> the then. Freaky Friday thing Freaky
2: Jesus. Friday Like it's podcast, like it's
0: 1999. Podcast, like it. You want a podcast like it?
1: 1999. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ.